In sports, they say numbers never lie, but odds are they do. Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer, and host Andrew Botwinick are about to go against the grain this week as we make our day-to-day picks. All views and opinions expressed in today's show do not reflect KZLX, KNWT, or Northwest Missouri State University. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Day-to-Day Picks. Andrew Botwinick, Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer here with you from 2 to 4. We've got two hours. We've got plenty to talk about in our Thanksgiving edition since we won't be here next week. So now that we're kind of going to get into the the festive side of Thanksgiving, we'll start. We usually start our show with a list in the last few weeks. We're going to start with our list of top five guys in the NFL we would invite to the Thanksgiving table for next week. We'll go ahead and we'll start with number five, go all the way across, and then all the way down to number one. Sam, who do we got here at number Wait, five? You said in the in the. NFL? I mean, we can do we can do any sport if you already have guys okay, that aren't yeah. in the I NFL. Have, so I do have a couple in the NFL, and the my number five it, it used to be in the NFL. I have Vince Wolfork, uh, big big Vince Wolfork. I feel like you know I'm not a very big guy, so like I don't eat a lot at the Thanksgiving dinner table. So I feel like he finishes off with uh, I can't eat and. He definitely can finish off a lot, and so also, he's a cook. He's good on the grill, so maybe he can cook some stuff up. And my number five guy, I got Tom Brady, and and Tom Brady, he's a great quarterback. He uh, also he's known for being on a pretty strict diet, and so I feel I feel like you know you said you said you're small, and Vince Wilford can finish the food you can't eat. Well, I'm not so small, and you know I I don't need Tom Brady to finish my food, so maybe maybe he uh, can let me finish his for me. And also, he's just a great quarterback. So. I was gonna say I don't with Tom Brady being is he would he be cooking? Because at that point, I don't know. I don't even know what you would get for a Thanksgiving dinner with with Tom yeah, Brady. He might not even eat my food. Honestly, he'll probably make his own. <laughs> uh, for number five for me, I, I kind of I mean this clearly shows where my bias is. I went with Daniel Jones as my number five guy, new quarterback in the NFL. Went to Duke. He's probably got plenty to talk about. I'm, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's got some great conversation pieces, and especially with the offense that he's in and how the team has done this year. I'm sure he's got plenty of stories to talk about. So Daniel Jones is my number five. And number four for me. Uh, you know, I know you said NFL, but I went to the NBA. Uh, number four for me is Luka Doncic. Uh, he's the same age as me, 20 years old, and you know he's an incredible player in the NBA. Probably one of the best young stars if not the best in the nba right now and also i see the stuff is like conversations on the bench he just looks like a fun guy to be around you know so a lot of stuff came out last year that he, when he was mic'd up with dirt Nowitzki next to him on the sideline and they're joking around with each other all the time and you know it just seemed like he's a very fun guy to be around so i'd invite luca and my number four i'm gonna go with jj watt jj watt he's he's a big guy he could probably eat some food but uh I, i'm more pointing towards the fact that he's just a stand-up guy and he you see him every week playing catch with the fans and just donating to charities and and also just it'd be a great conversation with him and I feel like he'd be a good person to have over JJ Watt definitely would be probably I don't have him on my list but he would he would be one of the guys that would probably bring a lot more to the table than a, a bunch of other people my number four Jalen Ramsey, one of the best trash talkers in the NFL. I'm sure he's also got plenty of stories to talk about. Some probably a lot different than Daniel Jones, who has only been in the league for a couple of games roughly. Jalen Ramsey's got plenty to talk about, plenty of people to talk about it as well, going from Jacksonville to L.A. to play for the Rams now. So I'm sure he's got plenty to talk about, Nick Foles and, and the rest of those guys. Probably a lot more highly of Nick Foles, though, because I've seen some of the stuff he said about him. They're pretty pretty high up, actually. So, Sam, who do we have at number three? 
Number three, uh, Zeke Elliott. Uh, you know, he, he does his, uh, you know, celebration when he gets a first down. He, he eats, and, you know, in the playoffs, he eats with two spoons. And so he's going to probably need a lot more than two spoons on Thanksgiving. And also, you know, he's a cowboy. Cowboys are my favorite team. I feel like we'd have a lot to talk about. And also, uh, alma mater, Maryville High School, beat him at John Burroughs and to his senior year at John Burroughs. So I feel like we have a little conversation about that, maybe throw it in his face that we beat him in the state championship. And my number three, I'm staying in, staying in football, and I decided to do that because Thanksgiving football. And um, I'm, But I'm going down to NCAA. I'm going to college football, and I'm inviting Coach O. Ed Orgeron, I'm, he's a, I mean, he's a great coach, great recruiter, everything, but that you just see his uh, interviews every week, and you, it's just so fun to watch, and I'm sure he's like that in person, so yeah, I'd, I'd just love to have him over. And I almost went with a coach. I almost went with Big Red Andy Andy Reid. Mm. Thought about it, but I was like, no. I'm like, we'll 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 come back to to coaches when we come back from break. We have another list coming up, but we'll get more into that here in a minute. Coach O definitely a good one. His his game post game speech after Alabama is top tier. If you haven't seen it already, my number three, number one in the Pro Bowl selection, Lamar Jackson. Another guy that just kind of all of a sudden blew up into stardom, and and he's probably got as many stories as the other two guys uh, talked in coming into the NFL not playing quarterback there were teams that were speculating about putting him at running back wide receiver but now playing quarterback probably going to win the MVP after the end of this season based off how he's played so far he's got plenty to talk about and it would be interesting to kind of get some insight from Lamar Jackson so that's why he's my number three uh, for me, at number two, I'm going to go back to basketball. My favorite basketball player of all time, Russell Westbrook, former Oklahoma City Thunder player, now on the Houston Rockets. I'm sure we can talk about his time with James Harden and maybe get a little bit more insight about what happened in the Kevin Durant situation, maybe throw a little shade because I'm, I'm sure we both have a lot of shade to throw at KD. Um, and also, it'd just be amazing to have one of you know, your heroes, uh, you know, your favorite players at the Thanksgiving table. My number two, I'm going with Gardner Minshew. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be a real fun conversation to have uh, Minshew Mania, Minshew Magic, whoever you want to call it, at the dinner table. And, you know, he's he's a... Uh, he had a great career at Washington State, and then he came in unexpectedly uh, playing for Nick Foles and just became one of the great characters of the NFL. So that's my number two. Gardner Minshew. See, I didn't even think about Gardner Minshew. All of a sudden it was just he's not playing anymore. I he was completely a, he was, forgot about him. It was a last-second call for me. That, that's a good one, though. I went with my number two. I kind of went the same route that Sam did with, with picking a guy that, that's idolized by me, Patrick Mahomes. I went Patrick just because – why Why not? I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. You bring him in, give him a, a Thanksgiving meal. Worst case scenario, you, you, you're you there with him in the same room at least, if, make, even if he doesn't like it. Make sure you bring the ketchup. Yeah, ketchup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Heinz will be on deck. No, he like Hunts. Hunts. Sure. He's Hines. got the deal with Hunts. We'll have them all. We'll have them all. Yeah. Everything will be on Every, deck for this. The Waterbury ketchup, whatever. <laughs> whatever kind of ketchup he wants, I'm getting it from Patrick. <laughs> That's why he's my number two. Sam, who do we have at number one? Number one for me, I went to baseball this one, and baseball season just ended. And for me, this is my favorite baseball player of all time. I went with Evan Longoria, former Tampa Bay Ray, now with the San Francisco Giants. I feel like, you know, in 2008, he was a rookie, rookie of the year. That year they went to the World Series. I'm sure he's got a lot of stories to talk about uh, down in Tampa and, you know, his years there and uh, now with the Giants. And, you know, 
like you said with Pat, you know, idolized. You know, it'd be nice to just sit there and talk to one of your childhood heroes. Well, with you, with Pat, you're not a child, but for one me, one of my adulthood heroes. <laughs> uh, my number one's going to be pretty unexpected for you guys. Um, Trendon Holiday. And I only have one reason, and the reason is he is 5'5", 165 pounds. He can't eat that much. So I, I'm going to invite him over, and I'm going to eat all the food, and he's going to eat whatever he wants. And I feel like you'd probably talk about the Pat McAfee hit, he, like Pat McAfee had on Trinidad Holiday. Yeah, yeah. That's really the one thing he's known for. He got yeah. blown up on a kick return by Pat McAfee. We can, I, we can talk about a few things. Well, <laughs> honorable mention, Pat McAfee. Definitely. Just, yeah, just definitely. because I didn't even, think, about I didn't even think until he just got brought up. I didn't even, hadn't even crossed my mind. He's definitely a guy that I would think about bringing in. My number one, though, I went with one that probably didn't, I wouldn't have even think crossed anybody's minds. I went with the brother of Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. After the Super Bowl parade, that guy looks like a fun guy That'd to have around. Definitely. He looks like he's definitely a cook. He looks like he can grill some stuff. Having him at the helm at the, at the grill there for the rest of the day, that's perfect. He'd cook anything he wants. I'd eat it. He'd have plenty to talk about. I'm sure that sibling rivalry between him and Travis would definitely spark some conversation, especially if I had all five of these people together, Patrick Mahomes and Jason Kelsey. They'd go back and forth, I bet, the entire time. Yeah. So that's why I have Jason Kelsey at my number one. So that's our list for this week. When we come back after Thanksgiving break on the 5th of December, when we have our December 5th show, we'll be having our Mount Coachmore top five coaches in the NFL or all time. We'll make two separate lists if need be for that. But that's what our list is going to be when we come back from break. And welcome back to Day-to-Day Picks. Andrew Botwinick, Sam Steinmeier, and Brady Archer here with you for about another 30 minutes. We've got our What are the Odds segment, the first topic of discussion. Will the Bears ever get a kicker, and will the Broncos ever hold a safe lead? Those are both trick questions. No to either one of them. We see Eddie Pinero miss a couple of kicks that would have potentially sealed the game for them, and then the Broncos choke away another lead in the latter half of the game in that game, and then the actual first thing that we'll talk about now is are the Pro Bowl numbers. We've got finally some list of some Pro Bowl type numbers. There's a lot of of speculation as to who's in, who's out, but the way it shapes up right now, your number one leader are I think three quarterbacks back to back to back. It's three AFC quarterbacks. It is Lamar Jackson leading the way at I believe 146,000. 171 votes for him. Right behind him is quarterback Patrick Mahomes, 116,000 votes for him. Russell Wilson right behind him at 115. And then Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey rounding out the top five. And then by conference and who is in right now, it looks like in the AFC. We'll go through the whole AFC lineup first, and then I'll go through the NFC. It's Lamar Jackson at quarterback right now if it shapes up, the starters at least. And then Nick Chubb for running back. In the, in the AFC, you have at fullback Patrick Ricard out of Baltimore. In the AFC, wide receiver-wise, you have DeAndre Hopkins. And then you also have, no, you just the one receiver, I guess, for right now. DeAndre Hopkins out of the AFC. Travis Kelsey in the tight end spot. Orlando Brown out of Baltimore at that tackle spot, that left tackle. Left guard, Marshall Yonda, Baltimore, another Baltimore Offensive lineman center, you have Marquise Pouncey, who just had that two-game suspension, still leading the way in terms of voting-wise at the – let's see, I'm trying to figure out. I guess they only have 
three offensive linemen. A couple linemen. of offensive linemen because it goes right from that to kicker. Justin Tucker is your kicker out of the AFC, though, with 30,000 votes for him. Your return specialist, Nicole Hardman, out of the AFC. In the AFC defensive side, though, you have Joey Bosa. And then what's funny, because I'll go ahead and spoil on the NFC side, you have Nick Bosa. So both the Bosa brothers making it onto the list. Your defensive tackle, Cameron Hayward for the AFC. Outside linebacker, TJ Watt. Devin Bush as well in the inside linebacker spot. Lots of lots of Steelers. There is a lot of Steelers, especially on defense, and a lot of players from Baltimore because at cornerback in the AFC, Marcus Peters. You also have Jamal Adams at safety, finally making one for the Jets. Tally that one up because there's not going to be too many. Free safety, AFC Minka Fitzpatrick, and then your punter, Jake Bailey out of New England, and then your um, – I, I don't know what that position is, but it's Matthew Slater. Your ST. Oh, it's ST. a special specialist. Just, I was going to say, it yeah. looks special like teams. just special team. Yeah. Special team specialist. Matt Slater. That's who he is. Matt Slater, everybody. Congrats, Matt Slater. <laughs> In the <laughs> NFC, quarterback Russell Wilson, running back Dalvin Cook. You have Kyle Juszczyk, Amari Cooper, and then you have George Kittle, offensive line. David Bakhtiari out of Green Bay. Zach Martin from Dallas. Travis Frederick from Dallas. Kicking-wise, you have Mason Crosby getting in there for Green Bay. And then your return specialist out of the NFC is Tyler Lockett out of Seattle. We already said Nick Bosa making his way on there on the defensive line. Aaron Donald, no surprise, number one defensive tackle. In the outside linebacker spot, you have Preston Smith out of Green Bay. Bobby Wagner on the inside linebacker from Seattle. Richard Sherman from San Francisco making his way onto the NFC list. Adrian Amos out of Green Bay, so another Green Bay defensive player. Free safety, first one we see here from Arizona, Buda Baker. J.K. Scott, the punter out of Green Bay. And then your NFC special teamer, Amir Abdullah, everybody, out of Minnesota, Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. So those are kind of the starters here for the NFC and the AFC. There's a lot of, obviously that list took a lot of time because there's a lot of players on this list, and those are just the starters for each team. And there's going to be a lot more reserves coming in. And also, you know, know, it's – the Pro Bowl, all these guys are probably, you know, it's a great honor to play or to get the, all these votes, but all these guys don't want to be in the Pro Bowl. They want to be on that Super Bowl Sunday. And also, if they're on teams like Jamal Adams, I mean, the Pro Bowl, they, I think they need to do something about the Pro Bowl. The, what's really fun to watch is all the competitions they have, but the game itself is pretty boring. Well, they used to add in – have you used to have a 40-yard dash? Yeah, they, way they back, to, way yeah. back when they, they had like, like a skills yeah. challenge. They had a skill, but now they have like dodgeball. They have a quarterback competition. They have like a, a gauntlet that teams have to run, and so they have some fun stuff. Uh, they have like uh, you, they drop a ball from like a helicopter or something. The drone, yeah, yeah. or a drone. Yeah. From a and, helicopter. You know, the ret- <laughs> I guess I don't know what if. Well, I didn't know if it was like a helicopter or a drone or something, uh, but. I guess that is that the that's probably the return specialist the, that yeah. catches that. So be Tyler Lockett, Miko Hardman, and but what they really should probably do is like say Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are both there. That'd be great throwing <laughs> competition. See how far people can throw. Well, I'll it. tell Hopefully. you, Josh Allen's not going to make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> probably not. Given his numbers, maybe this put year. him in we'll just see. for that Mr. competition. Mr. Minute last year, so maybe we'll just that's true. Maybe just put him in for that competition because he, him, and Pat Mahomes probably have the biggest arms. Well, when Pat Mahomes is in the Super Bowl, I don't think he's going to. Uh, yeah. He's not going to be coming. That, to the you're Pro getting Bowl. a little bit ahead of yourself <laughs> there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We'll see. But uh, I, I agree. I think there should be more competition-based things out of teams here. In, in in the Pro Bowl. There's really not it's mostly just the game and, maybe, and then a couple of side competitions, yeah. a lot of banter from people, but yeah. I think they're they're almost focusing more on games outside of football 
yeah, when yeah. it should be more. Right. I want to see 40-yard dashes between teams. I want to see Tyreek yeah, Hill Nicole going Hartman up against Tyreek Hill. I want to yeah. see that. I want to see anybody. I want to just see 40. I want to see a 40-yard dash between David Bakhtiar and Marshall Yonda. Maybe. I'll watch that. There's I'll a, watch that. There's a lot of interesting stuff right now in there, like you said, the dodgeball and everything, but – Let's get back to football. Like let's 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 look at who's gonna be who's better at forty yard dashes or who's better at throwing the football further. And also, you know? they, they used to have with the offensive linemen, they used to have a bench press competition. Maybe bring that back. Yeah. See see which offensive lineman's the strongest. And give the skill guys flag football. Yeah. Right. Why not? Why, why that, not just eliminate be. the game altogether and just play a flag football game. I, could, well, yeah. nah, I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, but maybe having something yeah, off to the side. A is short like, little flight. Yeah, like a, like a quick two-minute quarters. Yeah, or, was, yeah, something like that. Probably not two minutes. Probably like five-minute quarters, but like definitely something more on the, the smaller side. But flag football, just something else because – Or a flag football game between the offensive linemen. That could be fun to watch. I mean, big men with the football. Yeah, I would like to see cool. Travis Frederick try and put a juke on someone. Yeah, Let uh, me he, see that. He does try to uh, – like in his warm-ups, he does run routes for the Cowboys and during warm-ups. So. Who's your quarterback for that game, though? Uh, Who's your quarterback for the offensive tough. lineman? You pick any, any, any offensive lineman in the NFL, who's your quarterback? Man, that's that's that a tough. One. I'm putting everybody on the spot because I I haven't even thought about this yet until I just think, now. I think for me, Tyron Tyron Smith just because he has humongous arms, he's got to be able to throw the football. He he wears a knee brace as an arm brace. Yeah. So <laughs> I think he he's got to be the one throwing the ball for me. I I have I I have to find somebody who's just fast because I'm not relying on an offensive lineman to throw the you're ball. You're going you're going <laughs> He's the not Lamar gonna Jackson. Facilitate the ball. You're going the Lamar Jackson strategy instead yeah. of the instead yeah. of the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady sit in the pocket, wait wait for something. You're going to have a guy go out there and get it done himself. Yeah yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have somebody maybe even just somebody that can hand the ball off because I I hope somebody can do that. But surely there's got to be there's got to be a quick O lineman in there somewhere give me Duvernay Tardif he's got a PhD Doctor. he's got to be surely he, he knows surely <laughs> he knows what he's doing out there throwing the ball he's watched Patrick throw the ball Matt Moore throw the ball he knows what he's doing at that spot yeah, yeah. really any Chiefs O lineman because they, they watch it every day so <laughs> they, they gotta know they gotta pick up something and the next thing on our list here for what are the odds we have Tua's draft stock after the season ending injury the hip injury to Tua Tagovailoa and his ankle injury earlier this year there's a lot of questions as to if he's injury-prone potentially and his draft stock has kind of taken a little bit of a hit, but a lot of people are still saying he's a first-round guy, obviously. Yeah. What do we think about his draft stock this year coming up with the draft? Before his hip injury, he was one or two. Right there with Joe Burrow. Now, I think he's dropped down to maybe four or five. He's still a top-five pick, in my opinion. Um, there's going to be somewhere in the top five. You know, the Since the Dolphins have kind of – destroyed their tank for Joe Burrow, they might get the three, four, or five pick, uh, depending on if they want to still win. You know, they could still be in a prime spot to get Tua. Maybe they're still in tank for Tua mode, and since the Bengals are 0-10, they're in tank for Burrow mode. Uh, but he's definitely a top-five talent, and, you know, it is troubling with this hip injury. You really got to think, oh, do we really want this guy? He could be injury-prone. Uh, but, I mean, you still got to take a talent like Tua. You look at last season, late in the season, he had that ankle injury, and then he came in this season, you know, midway through, and had that he injured that ankle again, and then just this last week with the hip injury, you have to be concerned somewhat. Even even if you're still high on him, you have to be a little bit concerned about his injury history over the past year or so. I I think he's still a first round pick, 
I don't know how you can drop a talent like that out of the first round, but uh, I mean, I mean, maybe the Bears if they if they decide not to go for Cam Newton, they could be in that you know mid range like thirteen to twenty area, and, and they could go get a quarterback like like Tua, or could he be Tom Brady's heir in New England, or you know. Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't know, know that one. I don't know. I don't think he slips that far. See, but I don't know. I, it, I also it, don't want to see him in a Patriots uniform. Yeah, that would be troubling. But um, could he be go to Carolina? Maybe if they decide. I mean, I I think that maybe they decide Kyle Allen might not be the future guy. He may be a bridge guy, uh, uh, or the Colts if they decide Jacoby Brissett's not the future. That's just a few teams, but. You know, I think that he's in that area of the ten through twenty-five. I I don't. I could see him slipping a little bit farther in the few in the next few weeks, or when we get closer to the draft. I mean, we're still we're still ways away. It's still football season, but we'll, we'll see how far he slips and if he can get down to that late first round area. Right now, given what I've seen, two is out of my top ten. Somewhere between ten and fifteen, though, is where I see him. But I will preface with saying this that. If the season ends and and everything he's he's hasn't he's not going to play the rest of the season. If he has a pro day or attends anything in the combine and looks like he's not favoring that hip at all or anything, if he looks like he's okay and he looks back to where he is, he jumps back into that top five spot for me, hundred percent. Just because teams won't take him if they haven't seen him recent, they're not going to take a guy that they have a bunch of question marks about. Just because the injury was compared to Bo Jackson's career-ending injury and Bo Jackson, Tua Tagovailoa. Bo Jackson's a little bit more athletic than Tua Tagovailoa. He's a probably going to put up with a little bit more. Yeah. But that being said, once he throws at the combine or in his pro day or even just outside in the backyard, if he if if there is footage of him throwing a football beforehand and it looks like he has still the form that he had back in when he played in Alabama, I, that's weird to say back when he played in Alabama just because he's not going to come back next season. I would almost 100% bank on that. The only way I could see it is if, you know, he really wants to be that one of the top picks <laughs> in the draft. Then I, then I could maybe see him trying to give it another year. But you look at last year's injury, like I said, and this year's two injuries, I, I think you gotta you don't want to take your chances again. I don't, I don't think so either. That's why I have him outside the top 10, 10 to 15 range. Once again, as, as I said earlier, if he throws and he throws well, boost him back up to five there's really not a whole lot there there's a couple guys that i would say are are good for sure locks in the first round that are outside of quarterback spot but there's really there there's not a lot of teams that are hunting for quarterbacks that are in desperate need but there are a lot of teams that could take a quarterback as you mentioned a couple of them brady there's a lot there are a bunch of teams that are bears are one of those then you just look down the list of teams i can just do this right now the patriots could need a, a tom brady successor the bills still have josh allen but they would probably not be swayed to take someone like Tua if they slipped down to him the jets they say darnold's their guy adam gaze didn't draft darnold don't know they might be looking for Tua if he slips down to him dolphins will take him if he's there chiefs aren't going to take him raiders probably aren't going to take him but if they slip to where they are, yeah, Raiders Gruden, would take him. They take the best yeah. talent available. That's what would happen there. Gruden likes Carr, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gruden likes Carr a lot. Mm-hmm. Chargers, I could see the Chargers taking Tua if for some reason he's there. Well, but he especially won't. the way Phillip Rivers has played the last few weeks. And, and given Phillip Rivers' age. Yeah. <laughs> Broncos, yeah. I think, honestly, the Broncos might be safe just because Tua's not six foot six and has a strong arm. 
that's not Elway's prototype of yeah, a quarterback. Yeah. We'll so say two and they also <laughs> Elway is pretty high on Drew Locke. Uh, I know he's been on IR all this season, but still, yeah, he's kind of been a forgotten kind of yeah ever since oh, he'll he, be there. He's already been announced that he's playing the the last couple games of the season. Whenever he comes back, Ravens will be fine. Steelers will probably fi- be fine. They still have Big Ben, who I've forgotten about for the last couple of weeks. Luckily, <laughs> Browns have Baker Mayfield. They'll be all right. Bengals. We don't know what they have. They'll probably yeah. not take him number one because that's the pick that they'll have. Colts, I think they'll be okay with Jacoby Brissett. Texans, they'll probably be fine with Deshaun Watson. Don't think they'll move away from him. Titans, Jaguars. Titans probably would take him if he's there. Jaguars, not so 50-50. Much. I, think, yeah, I think Gardner Minshew opened up a lot more questions regarding their, their quarterback spot. But I don't think they'll draft a quarterback. And no, they also paid year. a lot of money for Nick Foles. And they, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They won't draft a quarterback, but they might move Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles this offseason. Right, and I, I could see that if they decide to keep Nick Foles, I see them more in that maybe looking for a quarterback next next draft or even the one after that and make Nick Foles their bridge guy for their franchise quarterback. Oh, and, that's, and that's just the teams in the AFC. <laughs> that's not even the teams that are outside oh, right. of the yeah. – in the NFC – Cowboys, they'll keep Dak. Eagles, they'll keep Wentz. Giants, they'll probably keep Jones. Redskins, they say they'll probably keep Dwayne Haskins, but if Tua slips, who knows? Maybe. Who knows? knows? Jimmy Garoppolo staying with the Niners. Russell Wilson staying with the Seahawks. Jared Goff staying with the Rams. Cardinals will probably stick with Kyler Murray. I wouldn't think that they would try and draft a quarterback. Number one overall pick. I was going to say, I don't think they're going to try and draft two straight quarterbacks in the first round. That's guy, too. I mean, that would be their third straight quarterback they've taken in the first round because you know they took josh rosen then they took Kyler murray they did so i, I forgot they took rosen yeah in the first i think round. you want to get away from maybe try to build your team around Kyler murray especially he and he hasn't been and Kyler murray, he's yeah. been he's been good this year so yeah definitely and that's kingsbury's guy is his type of guy the know. packers might take him if he slips all the way that far just because aaron Rodgers is towards the back half of his career don't think they will though he doesn't really fit their offensive scheme but they'll take him if he's there just because he's best available same with the vikings i think they might be tempted to take him they might have to completely change their offensive style because he's not the same as Kirk cousins he actually wins games yeah <laughs> bears they'll take him if he's there lions they will probably also take him if he's there saints uh, i don't know with the way matt stafford has been playing this year you know maybe not stafford will probably play till he's 50 honestly yeah. I just, could, I just because that. just because he's he's been a staple of that lions team saints they've pretty much got their backup after drew Brees with teddy bridgewater Taysom Hill, they've got three quarterbacks they can choose from, basically. they got a quarterback and a tight end in Taysom Hill. Yeah, they've they've pretty much got their pick. Panthers might take him. Falcons could. They could take him. I could see that with the way Matt Ryan's played this year. And just because you throw in Tua in with an offense of Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Devontae Freeman. Yeah, a lot of... My goodness. And, you know, a couple Alabama guys, Calvin Ridley. I believe Tua and Calvin Ridley were on the same team, right? And then Julio was a couple years before them. Yeah, so... I could, that'd be interesting. Nick Saban type of offense. You know, Nick could, Saban might be next. They might just draft Nick Saban. <laughs> Get Nick Saban in, <laughs> in there. the second round. Tampa Bay, they could draft him. I don't think that they will, though. We'll see. Um, it's been said that Jameis Winston's their guy. I don't know if I believe that. 100%, I don't though. believe that at all. I, don't I think, think so either. Bruce Arians is going to try to go against him. And, you know, probably try to move him and try to get a better quarterback in because he is the quarterback guru, but not with Jameis Winston. Yeah, I think Bruce Arians wants to maybe go get his guy, whether it's in the draft or if he likes somebody in free agency. But it's looking like 
Jameis is not pointing towards being the franchise quarterback there. Yeah, I think so too. Our last little topic that we'll talk about here for what are the odds are the Thanksgiving games for next week. There's three of them. Bears-Lions, it's a home game for the Lions. You've got the Bills, the Cowboys, the home game for the Cowboys. That's the 3.30 kickoff game. The Lions won an 11.30 a.m. kickoff game. And then you have the Saints-Falcons, a 7.20 the night game. Saints will be playing the Falcons, I believe, the second. They they lost to them last week. They'll have a mid-buff game here, and then they'll play them again next week. So should be an interesting revenge game for the Saints, trying to avenge their win. Um, Lions, Bears, who can score? That'll pretty much be it. Because um, if Matthew Stafford isn't playing, whew, that'll be a rough one at 11:30. Bills, Cowboys actually is an interesting game. Yeah, it's kind of like this week with the Cowboys and Patriots, where the Cowboys have a good offense and a good defense. The Bills, good defense, bad offense. We'll see how that dynamic plays out. And you know, with you know, just my Thanksgiving usually you know. I eat and then sit down, watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, get that game out of the way, and then you know I don't have to watch fo- much football on Sunday. But um, I like how at the end of the games on you know Thanksgiving they have the turkey leg for like the player of the game after the game. That's pretty cool. But I mean it's set up. There's some good games this Thanksgiving. We'll go ahead and we'll jump the gun on this one. Who do you guys think is going to get that MVP of some of these games? We'll go each game specifically who you think is going to win the MVP of those games. Well, I'll just start Bills-Cowboys. I think that Dak Prescott is going to get the MVP of that game, just the way he's played all year. And they'll, uh, the Bills, you know, they have a good defense, but I think, you know, Michael Gallup and Mari Cooper are going to get open. And, you know, there's also Old Man Witt. will definitely find some space in the red zone. And so I think Dak Prescott could have three, three touchdowns and 350 yards in that one. And I'm actually going to kind of – I was just thinking about this one actually a little bit ago and thought about – I changed my mind about five or six times. But I, I, I really was going to, you know, pick the Cowboys to win. But i actually uh, going to go with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen comes out and plays good against this Cowboys defense and uh, has a has a good game and he'll get that turkey leg. Okay. So I'm thinking I'll start with Bears-Lions. The MVP of this game will probably be – I'm back and forth. If it's the Bears, it's Khalil Mack. If it's the Lions, it's Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay has been amazing. I'm leaning more towards Kenny Galladay the more I say his name and the more I think about how well he's done. It'll be Kenny Galladay who gets that 1130 MVP. I think another name, you, another receiver for the Lions, Marvin Jones Jr., mm-hmm. he could uh, win it. Him or Galladay, I think it's him or Galladay that gets it, or maybe they'll just give it to a quarterback. Because Marvin Jones will have one week where he has four touchdowns and then he'll yeah. be quiet the whole year. Yeah. So yeah. this could be a game where he goes off, but Kenny Galladay has been the most consistent one. Uh, Bills Cowboys, I, I would honestly say it's between Zeke or Michael Gallup. It's That's, it's yeah. one of those two. It's not it's not Dak just because it, they want to probably try and reach outside quarterback. Saints Falcons Drew Brees hundred percent. It's Drew Brees unless for some reason the Falcons do the same thing that they did last week. Or and this this game's in Atlanta too, so we'll, we'll see. You mentioned going away from quarterbacks. If it's not Drew Brees, it's going to be Michael Thomas. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that's and that's the only game where I think that that one will be a quarterback though. Okay. And my my uh, MVP for that game is going to be is going to be Michael Thomas. I think that he comes out and has possibly double digit catches and over uh, over 120 yards. Um, he's actually one of two receivers in the NFL this year that's had over 50 yards in every game, and it was him and John Brown of all people. 
And John so, Brown, yeah, the Pitt State alumni. Uh, and uh, so I'm going to go Michael Thomas for the Saints game. And then I said Josh Allen for that Bills game, and I'm still going to go with Josh Allen, but if the Cowboys do win, I think it's one of those games where uh, Zeke – it seems like one of those games where Zeke comes out and rushes for 160, 170 yards. And we'll but, see with that Bills defense. We'll <laughs> yeah, see. We'll It'll see. Be,